0: Welcome to Alignment Adventures, a podcast where we explore what it means to live a fulfilling, aligning, and present life. I'm your host, Lindsay Tanner, and I'm so dang glad you're here. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Alignment Adventures. I am so excited to bring you another expansive interview with author Courtney Tiffany. Now, the way that this interview came about was so synchronistic, so magical. As you guys know, I love going to the library and finding different books, especially letting my intuition guide me and picking books that just feel really aligned to read. Well, one of those books was Journey to Soul by Courtney Tiffany such a beautiful book. If you are just starting on this journey, it is concise. It is powerful. It helps you build like these spiritual practices to help you reconnect with you, to help you remind yourself of how limitless and powerful and connected to everything divine that you are. So I highly recommend that book. We talk about it in the episode as well. But when I was finished, I like to like look up authors afterwards. So I was looking at her Instagram and she lives here in the Valley in Phoenix. So it felt so aligned. I reached out to her scheduled this podcast interview she was so gracious enough to come on and now we're bringing you this beautiful conversation so we cover a lot of different things from again her book journey to soul how to build those spiritual practices how to connect to different goddesses in the divine feminine we talk about that which is something i've mentioned on here before but just haven't felt qualified to really dive into that topic so she does a beautiful job of explaining how to connect to the divine feminine which i think we all can do whether you're male or female and then we talk about the word "which" and what that means to us something that i've also kind of hinted at on here and it just feels really fun to dive into these topics so i hope this is useful for you as always take what resonates leave the rest let your intuition guide you let your internal guidance lead you with those nudges. Remember, sometimes it's just a subtle nudge to go research a goddess or to start this habit. Follow those nudges and let them lead you on this beautiful journey of spirituality. So with all that being said, let's go right into the conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Courtney, thank you yeah. so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so grateful that you took time out of your day. I'm sure you had a busy day planned and I'm just really excited to share your message and your wisdom with my audience. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for reaching out and inviting me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure I mentioned the story of how this even came to be in the intro, but so synchronistic, so magical, as I like to say. Uh because I found your book at the library, loved your book. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to look her up on Instagram. And then I saw you lived in Arizona and I was like, okay, I'm going to just reach out and see if she wants to be on the podcast. The worst she could say is no. And here we are having this conversation. So I'm so excited. I love that. Well, I'll start with my first two questions. I love to ask just because so many different ways you can answer this, but who is Courtney Tiffany?
1: (laughs) Um so i've been reflecting on this right and i'm such like a uh, so silly like i'm such a list maker so i'm like okay i'm going to put together a list and it's but i'm there's really no way to define me right like i'm yeah. a multi-passionate person um i'm a writer i'm an avid reader i'm a mother i'm a priestess i'm a witch um hmm. i'm a healthcare worker i'm an entrepreneur i'm you know a sister a daughter a mother a lover a wife like i i wear all of these hats right and um You know, in the words of fallout boy, that's just who I am this week. Uh, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Because it's ever evolving and it's ever changing. Like I'm not just one thing. Right. Well, none of us are. Mm -mm. Um, So, but yeah, that's a little glimpse, I guess,
0: into Courtney, Tiffany. (laughs) I want to pull on so many of those things, especially priestess and witch, but I'm going to save those towards the end. Should I agree? Like that is the hardest question to answer because like, how do we answer that? How do we define ourselves? It's really just a matter of labels and we're so much deeper than that. And I feel like that's why we do the work we do is we're trying to like figure out why are we here? Mm -hmm. What's the purpose of all this? So thank you. That was a beautiful way to answer that question. Yeah, And along with that, um, what does really like living in alignment mean to you? I know you had a chapter of that in your book that I read and I just love hearing people's perspective on this as well. So what does that phrase mean to you? So the best way I can answer this is just describing
1: how it feels to live in an alignment based on my own personal experience. So living in alignment for me is living from a place of joy and ease and constantly in flow and connected to source and um there's just a beauty and a magic to it mm. and and i know that that's when i'm in alignment because to be completely transparent and honest. I feel like I've been out of alignment for mm-hmm. this last year mm-hmm. and I've been struggling to get back to that place, but having this self-awareness and knowing what my personal soul truth is and my personal alignment is really helps kind of shift that energy back to,
0: mm-hmm. to alignment, if that makes sense. Totally. And I love that you're being so like honest and vulnerable about that because I know every single one of us feels that either over a shorter period or a longer period and we can like beat ourselves up about not being in alignment and that just kind of perpetuates the problem. <laughs>
1: Absolutely and that's what I've been struggling with I feel like all of 2022 I'm like it's been a hard year.
0: Yeah. But
1: um but I also fully recognize that it's just part of the cycle. Mm-hmm. Right? Like um we can't always be on. We can't always be And flow, I think like we can't always be happy as much as that sucks to say, like we need, we need things to kick us in the butt. We need things to kind of pull us out of it, to remember and to be grateful for, for those good times, for that alignment, for that synchronicity, for that flow. Um, So, yeah, I'm just, that's my cycle right now, I guess.
0: Yeah. You know? Just even you saying cycle just reminds me of like the seasons of nature, like nature is blooming 24 (laughs) seven. So it makes sense. And uh, I just love that you're sharing that because I'd love to hear your take on this too. It seems like those seasons where things are perceived as, you know, tough or challenging. Those are our biggest seasons of growth. Do you feel like that is something you're going through?
1: Yes. I, so I started my business back almost five years ago. And Mm -hmm. ever since I started it, it was like, I I've been in expansion. I've been in growth. I've been in this constant process of like rebirth. And I think Mm -hmm. now this is, this is a season of contraction for me. Mm -hmm. This is a season of stillness Mm -hmm. and presence and practicing everything that I've been teaching for the last five years, um, taking some of my own medicine Mm. to like, remember why I started and remember where I came from and remember all of the things that I've had to go through. Right. um, In order to make it this far. Yeah. It's, you know, as much as we don't like it, it's definitely something that we all need. Um, and obviously, and it's hard to know, right? Like I've been in this all year and I'm like, okay, when is this going to end? Like you said, like we beat ourselves up and it's Mm -hmm. just like, I've recently come to this place and I feel like the cycle is like slowly ending for me, but Mm -hmm. again, like things don't happen overnight, right? Like as much as we want them Mm -mm. to, it's not Mm -hmm. an instant shift. It's not an instant change. Um, and it's just like, okay, like, I remember being in alignment. I remember that ease, that flow. Um, and for me, it's really, um, it's been a lot about my creative process mm. and writing because I am an author um, and because I've, I've started working on four different books, but I just wow. can't finish any of them. Um, you know, I've been like struggling to allow myself that, that spaciousness to create.
0: Yeah. And I think just like you said, allowing that we never allow ourselves to be, we live in such a society of like, do, do, do. And if we feel like we're not meeting that quota, like we're doing something wrong, Yes, like every teacher, and I'm sure you can relate to this too. Every teacher book I've read, you know, in this realm talks about how that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. nothing's good or bad. It's what we assign it to be. And we need that polarity, that, that contrast in order to step into what we really do want to what is aligned to us. So, Yeah.
1: It's also easier said than done though, right? Like it's easy to say that, but then actually practicing it and like surrendering to it. Yes.
0: (laughs) I relate so much to what you said about like, doing what you teach I love I'm the same way like I love having this podcast and this platform and talking Mm -hmm. about these things but when it comes to like remembering it in the day-to-day when you're like in that space it's so easy for us to forget and I almost get like angry I'm like why is this so hard for me to remember that like life doesn't have to be this way I can remember that I'm divine and connected to everything Mm -hmm. it's just so interesting this experience this human experience (laughs)
1: Yeah. So I wrote a book called journey to soul, um, yes. back in 2019. And I've like, I found myself going back to it over and over and over again this year, because it's like, okay. And it's just, it's, it's all about just starting this, this spiritual practice. Right. And it's just in like bite sized pieces. Right.
0: <laughs> so yes. it's just
1: creating that space for yourself, creating that time for yourself to reconnect. And it's like, okay, like this is, I know that this is what I need, yes. right? I
0: know that this is what I need to get back
1: to. So
0: yeah, let's talk about Journey to Soul because that is one thing I loved about your book and found so unique. Cause I I feel like I've, you know dabbled in a lot of different spiritual books but I love mm-hmm. how concise and actionable. It was like, if you are just starting on this journey, or even if you're not, even if you just need a little refresher, like you said, I loved how it was like, okay, every day you can just do this one little lesson. And there were action steps with it such a great place to start. So how did you come about like writing that book or what was that process like for you? Were you just yeah. like, I need to get this out into the world. <laughs> so it was um,
1: so when I started my spiritual business, I guess a journey to soul used to be a, like a online workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm an avid reader and I've always, like, I had that goal in my mind, like, I want to write and publish a book. And um, so I essentially just turned that course into a book because I thought Mm -hmm. it would be a little bit more accessible to people. Um, Mm -hmm. But everyone, like, no one in my life is a reader, <laughs> and they're like, and I don't know how many times I've heard like, oh, I don't have time to read, right? So that's why Journey to Soul is kind of short and sweet. It, like you said, it's concise because it's like, okay, all you need to do is spend five to 10 minutes on this a day. It's literally one chapter a day and, and it's built in a series, a progressive um, mm-hmm. series, right? So you do a little bit more each day and, it, and it's meant to help you develop a habit. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's 21 lessons. There's 21 chapters because they say, like, if you're going to start anything new, a new habit, you should at least stick with it for 21 days um, to kind of just get that repetition because we're so habitual by nature. Like Mm -hmm. we're creatures of habit. Like you wake up and you do the like, you know, your morning routine hardly ever changes. Right. Like we just don't think about it. We're on autopilot. So so much of the time. So it's like, okay, anyone, this is definitely is for like beginner, like anyone who is curious about spirituality or just curious about creating that space for themselves to explore and to deepen and to really connect to who they are as a soul, as you know, that's what journey to soul is about.
0: Yeah, finding that that deep connection, that deep fulfillment. I feel like that's what so many people are missing. And agreed like this is really the perfect place to start if you're feeling called to do so but you do have to have that like accountability piece of like reading it and then like actually doing the things that you talk about like you have like journal prompts in there our activities and like actually trying that out and like, mm-hmm. just be curious and you know explore with it and see how it affects your life because it, I always say like it's the tiny changes that make the big difference so I love how your book just highlighted those tiny shifts that you can make each day for 21 days yeah Well, I know you have another book, it's called Feminine Archetypes, and it talks about the divine feminine, which is something I'm so interested in, but definitely not qualified to talk about. So (laughs) that's why I love that I have you here to kind of introduce that. So can you explain like, what is the divine feminine and how can we connect to that? Because we, I think we can agree we live in a masculine focused society at times, um, the patriarchy and all that. Mm -hmm. So what is the divine feminine and how can we connect to that?
1: So the divine feminine is like the core of my work. That is what I work with. Like in layman's terms, I guess in like the the simplest of terms, right. The divine feminine is like the female face of God or Supreme Mm -hmm. source Mm -hmm. or divinity, whatever you want to call it. Right. But, um, through my studies and I love mythology and ancient history, Mm -hmm. it's what feminine archetypes is about is about these different threads or Mm -hmm. archetypes of the divine feminine, different faces that we see expressed through various goddesses in mythology and religion. Um, And so just like a few examples, like we all know like the maiden mother crone, Mm -hmm. right? Those are like Mm -hmm. the triple faced goddess, Mm -hmm. um, the, the cycle of, you know, um, life, death and rebirth and, but there's so much more. And especially like as women, so just off the top of my head. So we all know like Artemis, Greek Mm -hmm. goddess of the hunt, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, she is the huntress. That is her archetype. She is, constantly like she's the archer if you Mm. want to think about it um in astrology terms it's Sagittarius it's um and she's like the goal getter she is her aim is always true um whereas we also have Aphrodite who is goddess Mm. of love and she's the lover and she brings out that like that sexual nature within us, um, Mm. as well as divine love. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways I could go right now. I feel like
0: totally exploring
1: this, but it's really, it's about the different archetypes within the divine feminine. Um, if that answers your question at all,
0: it totally does. And (laughs) that kind of leads into my next one of like, maybe are there specific goddesses we can work with, which you mentioned a few, like, How can we work with them? Like, can we channel their energy or, you know, embody them or ask them to help us out? Like, what are the different ways that we can work with that goddess? Maybe there's one that's just like on your mind and you feel called to work with. How does that work? (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So in my book, Feminine Archetypes, I'll give you a couple of resources.
1: Um, At the end of each chapter, there's a list of deities that represent Mm. that specific goddess. Mm. Um, I also create goddess grimoire pages. And these are like on my Etsy shop. And they're essentially, it's just like a eight and a half by 11 reference sheet, but it also gives you, it goes into like her signs and symbols and what she represents um, and how to work with that specific deity. Um, If you're feeling called to one in particular, but I think goddess shows up for us in a myriad of ways. And I've had a lot of, I've had this conversation with a lot of people over the years and it's, it's going to be different for everybody. Everyone has a different um, personal practice. Yeah. For me, it's, it's, it's living my day-to-day life. Right. But mm. noticing like, okay, if a specific deity pops up in my mind or I'm thinking about her or like her sign, right. Or her symbol, like, yeah. so if I'm going for a hike in the woods and I see a deer and I'm like, Oh, that that's Artemis. Like, yeah. you know, like she's, you know, she's goddess of the wilderness or going back to Aphrodite. Apparently these two are on my mind today. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, if you are looking for, to nurture, like, Yourself and create a habit of like self love and self care. Like, Aphrodite is your go to girl. Like, she's going to help you, like, guide you to reestablish that connection with yourself and define Mm. what love means for you. And um, I don't know, honestly, there's so many different ways. There's a lot of YouTubers out there, there's a lot of like pagan witches and stuff who will tell you, like, okay, no, you should not. I feel like there's also, there could be like a lot of fear working with a deity because you feel like you have to do it in a specific way, Mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I have to create this altar for her. I have to put all these things that she likes. I have to give her um, offerings every single day. And it's like, that's not my experience. I know that that's an experience for a lot of people. And a lot of people, you know, might say like tread lightly, but when we're working with goddesses, we have to remember or or gods, like any, any aspect right. Of the divine, any face of the divine, they're coming from a place of divine love, yeah. divine source, right. They're not here to, I really don't think gods get jealous or petty or greedy or, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's again, it's a personal practice and how you want to show up to them, how you want to speak to them, how deep you want to go with them
0: yeah. is
1: entirely up to you. Um, I host. Workshops online that takes you into specific archetypes. And a lot of times we'll call on one specific deity because she's like she's holding that space for us. Yeah, so, and that allows us to, like deepen in further. So there's, mm-hmm. like I said, a
0: myriad of ways that you can work no, with the divine sounds magical. And something you touched on, too, and I feel like a lot of people have I don't want to say trauma is a word around God, but maybe you know, just from like religion and, right. back, you know, institutions like that, of mm-hmm. that person or entity or man that is, like you said, fearful and will, what's the word? Smite you if you do something wrong. So I think that fear comes from that mentality of like these entities will, if you make a mad or if you don't do something right, like you'll get in trouble when really, like you said, it's a part of the divine, which we're you know, I believe, and I, you know, you believe too, we're a part of the divine. So do you feel like these gods and goddesses, especially the goddesses for all the female listeners, like they're aspects of us already. And it's just like a matter of like tapping into that energy when you need it. In yes. Seasons of your life.
1: yes, absolutely. And that's what feminine archetypes is all about. Yeah. Right. So in the book, like I lay out, okay, here's, here's like the main 13 archetypes that like yeah. I've worked with and I've experienced, obviously there, I mean, there's a variety, right? Like you could, I could probably write two or three more books, including different archetypes. But what I believe is that each archetype I like to think of as a thread, right? Yeah. So it's one thread that makes up the fabric that together when combined with all these different threads, right? Like make up the fabric of who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get a lot of, um, a lot of people reach out to me. I used to have a quiz, um, like, Hey, which archetype are you or which goddess should you work with? Right. But I'm like, it's so limiting and the, what you can do. So I believe like, okay, we are all of these archetypes. We have all of these, these goddesses available to us and within us. And it's just a matter of tuning into their energy. Mm. It's just a matter of shifting that perspective. And that's what I teach. And it's like, okay. So I had one girl reach out to me, I think on YouTube on one of my videos. And it was like, oh, I just took a quiz and I'm 100% the maiden. And I'm like, well, you might feel like the maiden today, but yeah. maybe tomorrow you're the mother. Maybe tomorrow you're the witch. Maybe, you know, like, yes, you are the maiden, but you're also all of the other aspects that come with like that are available to us. Mm. Um, so it's it's all energy and it's all perspective, right? And it's just a matter of allowing yourself to go there and to tap in because so there's a few archetypes, right? That kind of get, I don't want to say like a bad rep, but like, yeah. for instance, the dark goddess, let's talk about the dark goddess, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you say the word dark and a lot of people think like evil. That's just like what our association, but that's mm-hmm. not at all what it means. The dark goddess is all about working with our shadow selves. Yes. It's about going into our own darkness, our own unconscious and turning a light to that. Right. So yes. a beautiful dark goddess to work with would be Hecate or Persephone, and they will walk you into your shadows, walk you into your personal underworld and hold the torch for you and shine a light on be- being like, hey this is what's going on. This is what you're holding on to. This is the trauma that you need to release. Right. And let's, let's work on that. Let's shine a light on it. Let's let it go. Mm. Um, and so the dark goddess can also be, I think a lot of people are afraid of her because she's so powerful and she's so, she's not about any bullshit, right? Yeah. yeah. She's, she's can't hide anything. (laughs) No, you cannot hide anything from a dark goddess. So, um, Yeah. And so, and, and that can be scary, right? If you've Mm -hmm. never done shadow work before. Yeah. It's
0: it's, a whole other thing.
1: It's a whole, that's a whole other topic.
0: (laughs) Well, I love that you brought that up. So again, so synchronistic because I think it was two episodes ago, I started talking about shadow work because I've just been like dipping my toe into this stuff, but I'm like, Hey, it's like, the time of the year where it's like getting darker Mm -hmm. and you're right. Like shadow work or darkness has a bad rep, but there's so many beautiful things that come from the darkness. Like I referenced, like seeing the stars, you can't see it without dark, right. Or being in the womb, that's dark. Um, So I think that is such a beautiful reminder to, or just even be curious about working with different dark, goddesses I guess you could say mm-hmm. to help you with that shadow side of yourself because we all have it we all have shadow aspects of yes. ourselves <laughs> absolutely another thing you talked about I had a question written down about this because I really wanted to get your perspective on the word which like recently just through going through this work I'm like you know what that just is it a word that feels so resonant and it's been so fun to kind of explore that side of spirituality, so I'd love to hear your take on the word "witch" because I think that is also something that has a lot of fear around it. From again, different institutions and different patriarchal whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Witch he- is a loaded word. It is a loaded word, kind of like yeah. God is a loaded word. So, yeah. what
1: is your like
0: take on the word "witch" and what does that mean to you?
1: So, my definition of a witch is a medicine woman she is one who is able to tap into energy and alter that energy um so essentially i mean like so she's a great manifester right Mm -hmm. she knows like okay i have to align myself with this higher goal if i want to get here right and (laughs) but she can also be an herbalist she's very in tune with the cycles Mm -hmm. of nature right Mm -hmm. so the lunar cycles the seasons because you know you have to i mean and not if you think of like the traditional like witch, right? Somebody who practices witchcraft, like there's yeah. a certain time to create certain spells, right? But she's I don't know. To me she's a medicine woman. She yeah. is um she has a lot of knowledge about how nature works and mm-hmm. how to tap into that energy and and use it for her own I don't want to say gain or like pleasure, but like her own um practice, I guess.
0: Yeah. No, that feels really resonant for me too. And I, I think that's just such an interesting area for us to explore as we dive into this work, because there's just a lot going on in like the collective around the feminine energy. And it's really just a matter of like claiming our power back. And that feels like a really powerful thing to Mm -hmm. take back is that word, witch and You know, see what it means for you because you're right. Like these are all just words that we've agreed upon, but like maybe just exploring like what does that word mean to you? Or if you resonate with another word or another goddess that we've talked about. I think you brought up another really good point. I wrote it down as well. It's just using your intuition, using those intuitive nudges to help you be curious and start exploring these different aspects of yourself. Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like that's what the spiritual path is, right? Mm -hmm. It is a path of self-discovery. It's Mm -hmm. a path of personal empowerment. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a path of just tapping back into that
0: source and pure divine love
1: Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: at its core. I can feel it as you say it so powerful. So good. Well, I have a few more questions for you. Uh, I know that you just came back from Ireland. So I just would love to like hear about your trip. Like, how was that? I talk about magical lands and witchy lands and all that.
1: (laughs) It was, so it was very last minute. We planned it in about a week. Um, My sister had time off and she's like, I'm going, I don't want to go alone. And so I was like, okay, why not? Like I, you can't go without me. Ireland has always been on my bucket list. Um, and I did my genealogy like several years ago after my kids were born. So I knew that I had a descendant from Galway. So we took some, we took a day trip out there. Um, and the countryside is just beyond Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. But reflecting back on it after we got back. So we went to the Cliffs of Moher and it was pouring rain
0: Mm -hmm. But of course, of course,
1: <laughs> but knowing right like my Celtic mythology, and I'm like, okay, like this is just like so. In Celtic mythology, in order to pass to the other world, you have to go through this fog, mm-hmm. right? You travel through this fog, and I'm like, you couldn't see like barely your hand in front of you. Like wow. it is just insane. Um like low visibility. And I'm like looking back on it, I'm like, maybe out, maybe that was like a cleansing moment for me. Mm. Maybe that was, you know, me traveling back into the other world. And this sound this probably sounds super woo woo as I'm saying this, but I'm like I love woo-woo. <laughs> I love it. Here for um, it. <laughs> I don't know, but it was it was much needed. And I'm like, if anybody has the opportunity, you know, and it was, and I feel like maybe that's why I'm like, that's just what I needed to get myself out of this cycle, Mm -hmm. to get myself out of this contraction, to get this Mm -hmm. myself out of this creative slump, um, is to be inspired, to get myself out of my day-to-day life. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and experience something new. Um, so for anyone out there listening, if, uh, (laughs) you're stuck, (laughs) just get yourself, just take yourself somewhere.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love, yeah, I feel that way a lot of times, especially I just had a baby four months ago. So yeah, we've been cooped up. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, we've been cooped up and I'm like, I need to go somewhere and do something because that's what we used to do all the time, which we'll get back there. But I can only imagine how like magical the land of Ireland is. And like you said, I feel like it is kind of, Almost like a portal or something. I don't know. Maybe.
1: <laughs> for me, yeah. I'm like, a, there's, I was only there for four days. Like it was a very, like I said, yeah. super last minute, short trip. But um, yeah,
0: I've got a long list of places I want to go back to. Mm. Well, I love trips like that, that are just last minute and just flow. And you know that that's supposed to come. So my last two questions, I love asking people this. This is something I've recently started talking about, but in this time and space, like what is one of your alignment activities? What is something that just brings you so much joy? You forget time and space is passing. What are one of those activities for you? Dancing. Ooh, (laughs) I love it.
1: Cranking up some music and just letting loose, <laughs> yes, <laughs> moving the energy, right. And just having fun.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love there's that always, answer. Cause there's I always a it, dance party at my house. <laughs> it reminds me of like the movies, like it seems cheesy, but like, no wonder they do that in the movies all the time because mm-hmm. you need that. That's something I've been feeling very called to is like the somatic work. And that's one of them, right. It's like mm-hmm. just moving your body, moving that energy out of you. So mm such a beautiful reminder. (laughs) Love that. Um, and anyone that like really connects with this and wants to work with you, like what are some different ways that they can work with you right now, whether it's through your books or courses or anything that you have to share in that aspect. So, um,
1: I do have some free resources. So I have a YouTube channel where I talk about goddesses and archetypes. Cause that's my jam. Yes. Um, so if you're curious, if you want to dip your toes in, right, I'd say start there. Um, I also have obviously my books journey to soul and feminine archetypes, um, which are available wherever books are sold. And yes. then I have, um, archetypal activations. And these are the workshops that take you into specific archetypes. Mm. So you want to work with shadow, <laughs> come work with the dark goddess. Right. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: or, you know, feel into the mother. If you need some comfort, some love, some protection, just like that, like nurturing energy. Um, so I have archetypal activations for each archetype that I go over in my book. And then I also have an online temple. Um, and Mm -hmm. this is dedicated to the goddess and all of her forms. So every month we explore a different goddess, a different face of the divine feminine and Yeah. Uh.
0: All that's, this that's everything. so magical. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then my last question is just like anyone just kind of dipping their toe into this area or just getting started on their journey, what is like one piece of advice you would have for them? Be patient with yourself. Mm. Like I like I've mentioned, I'm like it
1: it it takes at least, you know, 21 days to create a habit. Like it's not going to happen overnight. Right. Um and Practice presence. Mm. Because that is one thing I think we all forget is just being present in the moment because life sucks you in. Yes. <laughs> and family and work and um, you know, all, all of the things that go with this human experience. When we practice presence, I think that's when we
0: witness the magic that is life. Mm so so resonant for me that is like my biggest challenge is being present so I agree wholeheartedly and it is a practice Uh and you have to commit and it's okay if like you don't get it figured out like do we ever really get it figured out no I guess that's the beauty no no I'm
1: like I'm I still struggle with (laughs) I still need to remind myself
0: (laughs) Mm, me too me too well thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day for coming on here so much fun talking about the goddesses and the divine feminine with you. And I'm just excited for people to check out your work because I think it's a really beautiful practice. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you so much for reaching out and for inviting me. And I've really enjoyed
0: this. Courtney, again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really want to have her back on and talk about how she's balancing her magical life with being a mother, because as you guys know, that is something I'm still figuring out with my almost four month old, (laughs) but if you want to connect with Courtney further by reading her books or, you know, taking her up on one of her offerings or all the different things she mentioned, you can find her on Instagram at Author Courtney Tiffany. I will link that in the show notes, or you can go to her website where all this stuff is listed. It is CourtneyTiffany.com. Again, I will link that as well. Please share this episode with anyone that you think needs to hear this message. Maybe anyone out there that is interested into diving into the divine feminine or working with different goddesses or whatever it may be. Please share any takeaways you have with Courtney or myself on Instagram. My handle is the same at Lindsay with an AM Tanner. If you're new here, please subscribe. We have new episodes every Monday. Sometimes they're solo episodes. Sometimes we have guests. It really just depends on what feels aligning, but we're always diving into the topic of how to live an aligning life, how to connect with our soul, how to get back to the truest part of ourselves and remembering our divine power and connection. So sending so much love to every single one of you. And of course, I will see you next week on Alignment Adventures.